You're listening to Around Comics Wizard World Special Saturday, Saturday night. Friday. Oh shit, it's Friday. Friday. Leave that in. We are Chicago, and in cooperation with Comic Book Resources, this is Around Comics, the Comic Book Roundtable, where you'll hear a revolving panel of guests talking about everything in and around the world of comics. This is our uh, continuing Wizard World Chicago coverage. Yep. So uh, sit back, uh, listen in. You, you don't know what you're going to find in this one? We what do, but on? you won't. No, we don't. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Tom and I know already. We know. Because we already did it. Yeah. We lived we it. We lived it. We lived through Live it. Live it, love it, learn it. Let's get into our coverage and uh, and listen in. World Wizard World Chicago. All right, guys. Well, it's uh, it's Friday night, our second uh, day at the show. It's afternoon. We've all been sort of roaming around uh, the show. Anything exciting news-wise? Any interesting stuff happen to anybody other than Scotty? Uh, nothing. I bought a bunch of old. I bought a bunch. I bought a bunch of old books. That's and, a shock. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's, I, I never would have imagined. Through and I'm like, oh, you're so out of character. I know. For me to do that, uh, and then after that, uh, nothing. Nothing. I, I walked around. I talked to some artists. Uh, I stared at people from a distance. Yeah. Uh, I did that. I went to the DC panel and I was amazed by the questions that people ask right. and expect answers for. I asked right. a question at the DC panel. Yeah. But I got shit from Dan DiDio first. I was holding up my little notebook yeah. trying to get his attention. There's just been like, a gunshot. <laughs> He's like, oh uh, yeah, you with the with, what's that in your hand? I'm like, uh, it's a notebook. Oh okay, I thought it was something cool. Sit down. <laughs> and so I said, I'm like, oh great. So yes, and then he came back to me, and uh, and your uh, question was, uh, when can we ex- expect an Azrael book? <laughs> yes, back? that's exactly. Was it really? No, no. <laughs> I asked if because uh, Jim Starlin was there. I asked right. if we we're going to see any more mystery mystery uh, in space from him. Oh, I thought I really you were going like to ask. Uh, when are you guys going to do the licensed property book of Micro Machines? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, really looking Tom forward to Tom was that. supposed to stand up and go, this is Tom from Around Comics. I was wondering... Uh, I was going to ask McKeever a question about if Birds of Prey was going to be hardcore. <laughs> hardcore? <laughs> well, there was, uh, I guess, a few things. There's I took some notes. notes. I did take some I notes. I just want to say the most... From the DC panel, you took notes. Yeah, I took some did notes. Did you take notes at uh, another panel that you went to? Uh, no, I'm going to plan on going to the Cup of Joe panel tomorrow, oh, uh, and oh. that'll be my Marvel coverage oh. tomorrow. Oh. Uh, the yeah. thing, the, uh, my first thing about panels is the entertainment value I don't really care about stuff getting leaked I just like the way people phrase questions with like a righteous indignation right like they're gonna like they're gonna, gonna ask it no, and everyone else gonna stand up and be like and this like, guy is yeah, right. like some guy no, got goddamn Norma Ray speed <laughs> you know what something, we, right like, there was like eight there was like eight different people <laughs> there was like eight different people that got up and went you're not gonna like this question and, and yeah. before they ask the question, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going to hate me for this one, you, you know? know? What I would say, then shut the fuck up! <laughs> Don't fucking ask it! Why are you, yeah, but... It, it, I only got questions like, why are you so fucking awesome? Well, you did, you, you did an X-Men panel today X-Men with panel uh, Joe today Q with, and yep. CB. Uh-huh, that was really cool. Was there anything announced at that panel? Uh, actually, no, not, I think they were saving it for the Mondo Marvel panel, which is going on right now. Uh, you know, we just it kind of is more like a Q and A feeling because we got the big X Men crossover coming right, up. Right, right. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of just a Q and A about the X Men world, past and present and future. What's going to be happening? Like always, you know, it's a lot of like, hey, what's going to happen? Not telling you. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's, that's the other <laughs> game. Can you tell yeah. me what happens in the last uh-huh. page? Yeah. Of, uh, nope, so, no, we can't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun panel. Sal came by for a minute. I made some funny faces. Took yeah. a couple pictures of Scotty. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely fun. I did. You know what? I did, I did meet somebody that. I've been wanting to meet for a long time. Uh, I met Bill Sinkevich. Today. Oh, did you get to meet? I met him. I bought this sketchbook, and uh, I said, "I worship you." 
cool. Uh, How was he? Was he nice? Oh, very nice. Yeah. He like, oh, I'm crazy looking. <laughs> he does look, I mean, he, he looks like his paintings. He's a crazy looking dude. and He has gotten crazier That's looking. That's how yeah. he sees the world, I it's think. I think, it's, yeah, I think he thinks he's photorealistic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look at me, I'm Everybody real. looks like me. But, uh, no, I got exci- I You know, I, I played a fanboy for a minute and said, you know, you are a big inspiration to me. Uh, for doing, you know, stepping outside the box and trying stuff, and uh, you know, I told him in my new X-Men when I redesigned the costumes lately, I used his as the base. I went back to his old designs of oh, the, no the yellow and black, and used what he did on New Mutants, which you know is basically what I do, the New Mutants right, of today. Right. And uh, yeah, so I was, that, that was my fanboy moment. Very uh, cool. I got to talk to my friend uh, Jeff, J. Scott Campbell. He gave me his uh, sketchbook. That's when you're famous like me. You, you don't have to you, pay for shit. Yeah, you, you, you should. Is to, you wearing uh, a money suit? No, but his, what, his, his lady. His, his lady, lady friend. His girl. Lady friend girl dressed friend. like Slave Leia. Nice. Yeah, and not too shabby at that. Oh, nice. wow. very nice. So you maybe get, we'll get... You ran into uh, Mark Miller? Talk yeah, to him I ran in. I introduced myself to Mark because I... You know, we've crossed paths over the over the years, but I've never actually got to sit and talk with him, meet him, and uh, he's not a big man. No, no, he's, he's, a, uh, he's, a he's small, like most people to me. I'm huge. <laughs> and, you are giant. Uh, huge. No, yeah, I ran into him, introduced myself, said, "Hey, you know, you uh, Zeb and I did New Warriors, and you did the next best thing by killing him." <laughs> so, and he said he he was very flattering, and and that really really sh- you know it, it always shocks me when when somebody that I am a fan of kind of knows already knows who New I York, am. I don't right, really. Right. And so he's very flattering. Talked about my work a little bit, and I was excited about that. So I talked about his work, and then I tried to imitate his accent. Like, yeah. I know it's bullshit, but you know, no, it's really good. You know, yeah. I guarantee people love that when they have an accent, yeah. and then you like, oh, let me do your, let me do your heritage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, you want you some eels? You want, you I, want some hamburgers? Yeah. I met uh, one of my favorite guys in comics, uh, Matt Wagner. I met him today. Got yeah. a little sketch from him. He was really cool and. Uh, Hopefully, maybe we'll talk to him sometime. He was awesome. Uh, who else did I meet today? I, don't, I, don't I talked know. to I Shane Wyatt. Shane Wyatt? Yeah, I haven't seen did him yet. Did you get blinded by the light? Man, by blinded the light. by the light. The handsome Shane Wyatt. Shane. You are so good looking. He's scared. scared. What else? Uh, okay, well, back to the DC oh. panel. Oh, there was it, a couple of things. None of uh, that was announced at the DC. No, yeah. none of that was at the DC panel. Um... They hint to another weekly book uh, after Countdown. Surprise. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm surprise, surprise there. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, the, he talked about all the individual stories in the Countdown, and one of the things that... Who's he? Which we, Dan DiDio. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, he did most of the talking. Somebody said that Jimmy Olsen sucked. Yeah. And no one was really able to defend it all that well. So. <laughs> He's like, you win. I guess you win. You win. Sucks. He kind of hinted. He, he, he kind of hinted because there's nothing. They really didn't report. I mean, they didn't announce anything. Right. Really. They announced that stuff was already. That all the announcements thing. happened. Then. Oh yeah, they announced Countdown Arena, which was like three different Supermans. We're gonna fight each other. We get to vote on which one is oh. the monarch. Yeah, it's gonna start yeah. to go to a new level. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did mention uh, Kyle Rayner will be the fourth challenger yeah. of the uh, unknown. And my f- my favorite part was when the guy about the no- the righteous indignation when he uh, got up and was like, "When are you going to acknowledge the fact that you brought back the wrong Flash and are people going to be fired for this?" Yeah. As if people are going to yeah. be like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh yeah! And all of a sudden, Dan Didio runs from the stage as we chase him. He cry, yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. Be like, that is everyone in the audience is just like, what? What? Yeah. It's fine. We all like that flash. They announced uh, Salvation Run, another book. I think uh, that, yeah, that was in San Diego, but they talked a little about Talked a little bit about it. Talked about uh, Death of the New Gods by Jim Starlin. Jim Starlin's going to kill everyone. Yeah, he's just going to kill everyone. Uh, then in the Q&A, the, the Q&A, there was some funny stuff. They pulled a kid up from the audience. Uh, Dio said something kind of adult-ish. And uh, he's like, is there any kids? There's no there's kids here, right? The front row. And there's one in the front row. So he's like, oh, come up here. So he gets the kid on the, on the, on the panel, and he's like, okay, you're going to answer any questions that we don't want to answer. Anytime i got to answer a question. Yeah, anytime you got to answer a question. <laughs> uh, if I don't want to answer the question, you just answer it with maybe. So the kid did that throughout the whole panel. It was pretty funny. Um, somebody asked about Young Justice Trades, and uh, Bob Wayne said... Take your issues and go get them bound yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I love those motherfuckers. Uh, that's my co- that's a my kind of people right they there. Talk, they talked about Final Crisis is going to resolve a lot of the storylines and stuff uh, uh, from Identity Crisis on. Well, there is um, there no is no plans to bring back 
back amethyst. Uh, yeah. That guy asked that question at every yeah the every traditional year. amethyst question. Yeah, every year he And then asked everyone that. on the panel looks at each other like, <laughs> like what? again with this fucking guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the guy he, he may. Uh, he, he, he may get his wish someday. May yeah, someday, someday. I bet it's uh, his bad DC will provide him with a special one. Just a sketch. They they did talk He's about. Uh, She's back. Uh, Grant Morrison and Paul Dini will be working on um, Resurrection of Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. Uh, which that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And Greg yeah. Ruck is okay with it. Uh, Vertigo is not part of the multiverse. Thank goodness. <laughs> God. So no, Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's that was pretty much it. And, and then there was uh, they announced the special secret. Uh, Warner Brothers panel yeah. uh, that is going to be Saturday night at six o'clock. You have to get you have to get here at, at ten to stand in line at the DC booth for an armband and some other stuff, and then like there, I think there's a treasure hunt. Uh, and and you end. have to dig up a dead body, and then you can get into the DC panel. You have to become uh, a vigilante. Yeah, because the fucking eighty bucks it costs to get in this motherfucker. <laughs> I really want to do a job. But there's, while a, I'm in. there's this Warner Brothers is coming, uh, and it's about the, the Dark Knight movie, and there's rumors that like Nolan and maybe some of the cast members are going to be here. Oh, that's for cool. a super secret. Uh, I like Christian Bale. Well, people live in the Chicago. You can pretty much go downtown at any given point during the night and, and I check saw, out. As I walked from the train to the Sears Tower one day, a burnt out. Guy Gotham Police Helicopter yeah. on Well Street with one security guard just looking the board of shit <laughs> yeah. next to it. Goddamn like, Batman okay. shit. Yeah. I have to guard a burned out helicopter <laughs> for an entire day. This is horrible. Welcome to Gotham. <laughs> I uh, that that was pretty much it from the from the. It was fun though. I mean, you can tell Didio really enjoys what he's doing. And, he's and a character man. Is, I love that is. guy. He's cool. It's like uh, the sort of like the. Since I enjoy Schadenfreude, I enjoy other people's pain. Gives right. me, you know, like it gives me pleasure when someone asks a question and he's just like, "Well, they're just they're just gonna stay dead," and their face just like sort of sinks. Right. Oh, well, at uh, at the X Men panel, somehow it got diverted from X Men for a while, and we got into Spider Man. Did you talk about podcasts at all? Uh, <laughs> uh, we did get into Spider Man, and uh, somebody asked Joe. Joe had mentioned when he got into publishing, or when he got into editor-in-chief's seat, he had three things that bothered him that he would like to attempt to change. Uh-huh. Uh, one was there too many mutants. Okay. Obviously, they handled that with the they House of M. Care, took care of that. Um, one was something I can't remember. Spider-Man and Mary Jane being and married? One, yes, one was Spider-Man and Mary Jane being married. Right. And uh, so that got into a big debate amongst people. Uh... Joe and then a, a good and myself and a bunch of people think uh, it was kind of a mistake because it really really limits your stories with him being married uh, because, because it's always you, going to be about that right, it's always going to be uh, comic Menjay. fans always you know you want to limit uh, you can't be selfish with your characters you got to remember that there's generations before and after you right. that need to enjoy the character the same way that you did. Uh, they can't all grow old just during our duration of collecting comics, right? Yeah. Like right. that's why c- characters don't age. They have to stay the same age. You want to keep them in the same realm. But uh, we liken it to like when he was a single, just guy dating. He could uh, he could be get lost. he could he could go with either one, and you wanted to root for one of the girls. You could get a but girl pregnant married, on accident. Yeah, he could knock a bitch up. <laughs> but if he's married nice. and he starts flirting with another girl, then he's a dirty scumbag, yeah. right? Right. But uh, I also I also think it's uh, there's like a weird flip side to that too, because I think also when you you see people being like, oh, I don't want uh, I don't want him to be married. I want him to be with like Gwen Stacy. And I'm like, no one remembers who Gwen Stacy yeah. is. Like everybody. Uh, who's read comics recently? You know, most people, Mary Jane. You're, nev- you're never going to make everybody that, happy. You know, it's that's just, an identifiable you know, character. They're not going to switch back crazy. to a character that it was dead before most modern right. readers. Most of the people they want to pick up with right. these books aren't going to have any clue who that character is. Yeah. So, Mundo. Yeah. Correct them. I got it right. <laughs> you got it right. Everybody well, else. Now, uh, wrong. We're actually going to be joined by uh, by some some guests. Yeah, we got here. some guests coming over. Uh, and uh, we are now joined we by Jan and Jay. Jan and Jay. Jay and Jay. Do they have last names? <laughs> no. For people that I don't, don't do know. last names. <laughs> Can't see them. I, listen, He's I'm. Scotty. Yeah. I'm oh in. yeah, that's right. I'm in. I'm in, baby. All right. He's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire. That's a Zoolander reference. 
<laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for joining no, us. No, for real though, Jan Jones. Jan Jones and Jay, Jay Torres. Torres. Yes. And you guys are working on uh, on a book for DC, uh, the magnificent, fantastic. Wedding planner. The Black Canary. The Black wedding Canary. Planner. Absolutely, it's very feminine. It is like the girliest <laughs> book that I've seen in such a long time. As Jay cries one single tear. <laughs> Can we put some punching in it? I love you. Why are you making me hurt you? <laughs> but we we managed to throw in some boobies. Well, all right. Pound it. Just, just you know, just just to kind of even things out. Well, yeah, it was actually. There's a funny story behind that because we have a whole scene in a lingerie store, and I got the pencils in, and I looked at them, and I, I called my penciler, and I was like, Lee, we got to put bigger panties on them. And he was just like, What? I said, No, we we have to. Put, I'm a girl, and and we have to put bigger panties on them. We just can't have them running around like this. Scant. And He's like, okay, well, what do you mean? And I actually had to go, like, download, like, Victoria's Secret JPEGs and, like, email them to him. I'm like, okay, these are the kind of panties Jesus. she should have. And I was like, I can't believe I'm having Here this. I- <laughs> research for well, this was awesome. I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually spent an afternoon on IM, like, I was like, hey, is like, this one too sexy? Other, like, what about this one? She's like, what do you think? He's like, this is Frederick's. Is this too sexy? Damn. I was just and she was like, no nipples, new editors. No butts, no nipples, no butts. I'm like, like no, no, send me an example of no. No, I had to go look for them. Give us and a send her and get the okay, which who's, is fun. Who's drawing it? Um, uh, Lee Ferguson. Lee, Lee Ferguson, who is amazing. He's a new, new well, he's a newcomer. This, he was actually my first rejection letter that I wrote at DC when, <laughs> I, got to, when I started working for Dan. I actually cried after I sealed it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt so bad. How um, long ago was that? Uh, that was like four and a half years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's actually come a long way. He's amazing. You've been bearing talented. this cross for four years. I know, I know. And then when you got the girliest book ever, you went I, back to him. Well, no, the, here's the, here's <laughs> here's the great to thing. make it up for And it. then Christine Norrie <laughs> is doing six of our pages, and I actually replaced Christine Norrie as a sales rep when I first got to D.C. because she had moved to a different department. So it's kind of like... Coming home. Full circle. Yeah, it's well, all... Yeah. Coming back around. You over, you're able to <laughs> in some way. Well, well, actually, it's funny because Jay's stuff. Actually, I got Dan gave me a copy of Sidekicks to read. She once kicked Jay's dog. I did. And, uh, I kicked his dog. <laughs> and um, Jay's was one of the first things that Dan did. You, you know, gave me to read and said, "What do you think of this?" And I just fell in love yeah, with Sidekicks it. Sidekicks was awesome. And I've been a huge fan of Jay's writing um, ever since then. And I've always wanted to find ways to bring him into the DCU. Wouldn't it be funny if I said I never wrote that book? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'd feel like a real dummy. <laughs> I didn't really write it. I just put my name on it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. What, uh, give us an idea of what the Wedding Planner book is. What, what, what is it a... I mean, it's called the Wedding Planner, but is it actually a, a, a wedding planner? Yeah. <laughs> actually, when she called me about it, I swear to God, I thought she was asking me to do a scrapbook, and I was thinking... <laughs> Why would she? Because she was going on about how she's we could have. God damn it! Like, we could have a menu. We could have uh, a guest <laughs> list. A registry. Well, this is the thing. I thought she was asking me to do a scrapbook. You know, like something funky and different. Right, right. And I thought, well, I guess it's. it's I'm flattered that she's thinking that I could pull off something so you know, quote unquote, innovative. Um, but really, you know, I was glad after 10 minutes. She's like, oh no, but it's actually a comic. So we could have you know action and scenes about. Them planning the wedding, and I'm thinking, who's gonna buy this if there's no, you know, action or coolness in it? And then we figured out, you know, ways to get around that, and you know, have them fighting and sparring, and have them trying out lingerie. <laughs> just any way to get people to pick it up, right? But, you know, it was, I mean, for me, it came about because we were sitting here talking about the wedding, and I thought, you know, she's so good at so many things. You know, she can like, you know, kill you. She's got a sonic scream. I bet she's not that good at planning, planning a wedding. Yeah. You know, and and. This is completely foreign to her to have to do something like this, and there's going to be some difficulties and some friction. And I thought it was kind of fun to explore someone who's not necessarily a girly girl having to kind of get in touch with that side of her. Right. <laughs> How long is this going to be? This is actually it's just a, <laughs> it's a 23 page just one, you know, 23 pages one story oh, one, one shot, shot. Okay. yeah it's a, it kicks off the, uh, the the wedding event. I don't think I could do a miniseries. No, <laughs> I don't. Wedding think. I just went another it. argument about the meal. The fucking no. invite. <laughs> Table, you, the you cannot you get the padded sit. chairs. Yeah, you cannot sit him next to her. You cannot put plastic man next to him. It just not work. Yeah, it's just you have to have an argument. <laughs> well, well, uh, oh, yeah, I, we, we had a lot of fun. I, when I got the proofs for the book back. And um, with Lee's pages, it was great, but when you add the Christy Nori breaks, you just look at it and you're like, it's so pretty and so happy. <laughs> and it, 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 we're really proud of it. Awesome. Do you guys worry that uh, it's sort of outside the realm of what 
people would think, you know, of a superhero comic. Well, it well, that's almost, the first, almost against. What well, that's the first thing I said to her. I said, "Is anybody going to read this?" You know, and we figured, I guess we just give it a shot and see. Um, I mean, they're. Com- Whoa! Gunshot. Fucking like, <laughs> grenade in here, folks. Damn wedding planner. Damn wedding goose. Clack, clack. We hate weddings. <laughs> I, I think the appeal for this book for me was it was unlike anything else we have in the DCU. There is no other book that you could actually look at and say, that's kind of like that. It's right. pretty unique. Oh, and, certainly. And yeah, stands yeah. out on its own. I mean, I. I smell Eisner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. I, no, maybe like a Friends of Lulu award. I, I, I would take that Don't they too. have one of those? Uh, maybe. But, yeah, no, I mean, I... I don't win shit, so I don't keep up with awards. If my name is somewhere, I don't pay attention. It doesn't matter. When, the, when does the book come out? Um, I believe it's in store September 5th. September 5th? Yeah, I think it's the the kickoff book. I should know this. I see I work off a bunch of other dates to start because I just have to make sure it all gets in on time. (laughs) It it, kind of stinks because um, part of my job is to coordinate the schedules. (laughs) (laughs) And um, when my book is late, I look like a real Yeah, that's not good. Because I have to sit and yell at... How do you yell at yourself, effectively? Exactly. (laughs) And it's just like, I remember because some of my pages didn't come in as fast as I needed them to. And I was just like... Uh, it is September 9th, by the way. I'm sitting there and I was like, uh, Black Canary Wedding Club? Oh, yeah, that's mine. And I'm like, oh, I'm so ashamed. I'm like, oh, this just stinks. And the whole staff okay. is like looking at me and laughing. They're like, yeah, see how easy it is now, you know? <laughs> Sucker. I was on time. No, you oh. were on time. No, you were on time. But, you know, for quality, you know, sometimes for yeah. some of the pieces that we really wanted to make it really stand out, we had to wait. And sure. I was okay with I, I was sweating it a little towards the end. I was getting a little nervous, but um, it all came in and it was worth it. Well, and, and we just got out of the DCU panel, and that was a big sort of uh, topic of conversation uh, about the, the timeliness of books. And, and you had went into it, and Dan went into it a bit, about how you really, really tried to improve. Oh, you yeah. know, and, and it's, you know, it's shown, certainly. I mean, there's been, way, you know, really not many market books that have been what are you guys I doing? Can't I can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I, am I too quiet? Uh, <laughs> conversation with himself. I like my own voice. <laughs> this is my, my voice. This is my guy. voice. I was sitting here thinking, please don't ask me a question. <laughs> <laughs> this is my voice. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean... You know, thank you for noticing the schedule. I mean, I, I think I've fast become, like, the most hated woman on the sixth floor because, like, people see me walking down the hall and they want to close their doors because it's like, oh, she's going to yell at me about my book again. No. So, yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's I have to... Are you sure know, it's not because you smell? I don't smell. Just kidding. Lovely. Yeah. Like lavender. Yay. I didn't finish my sentence. <laughs> it smells like beautiful. Oh, yeah, whatever. What else? Uh, what else on on the editing end and the writing end are you guys working on at the moment? Wonder Girl. What are we? Sanford, right? Sanford yeah, Green. Yeah, Sanford Green. Amazing. My man, Sanford. Sanford Green, the new hotness. Jay Torres, old and busted. Old and busted. Yeah. Please pick up the book anyway when it comes out. And we're going to be talking to Jay this weekend about some other projects. He's got a meeting with Dan and I tomorrow. Oh, Sasquito. He's trying to get away from us, but, I, you know. Green it's going to be like the... No, no, it's going to be like the baby shower. Yeah, baby shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, babysitting. First communion. First Green babysitting arrow job. <laughs> the bachelor party. How come there's not a bachelor party? Well, there is. Is there a bachelor, bachelor party? There's a bachelor party. party. There's a bachelor party. There's a bachelor party. Oh, party. There's a bachelor All right. Party. Now we're talking. Bachelor party for that too. Bachelor parties in the wedding special, um, the JLA wedding special. So yeah, we definitely it's a, it's wedding month. How uh, how has the response been to the whole sort of you know wedding thing? I mean, because you guys are making a, you know I mean there's a lot of stuff coming out for this. It's surprising. Yeah. You know, if someone asked the pen play, they're like, "Is she getting married because she's the, she's pregnant?" And I'm like, "No, she's not getting married. <laughs> she's not pregnant." Yeah. And I mean, and honestly, there's some they were like, "So now that they're getting married, is she going to be all subservient?" And I'm like, "What planet are you?" From. I mean, <laughs> planet, of course. She's gonna wash the dishes barefoot. Yeah, she's gonna yeah. wash, uh, washing his costume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the cool thing about the whole all the wedding stuff is that in the last couple of years with both DC and Marvel, we've had a lot of like funerals, right? And a lot of sort of tragic comics and whatever. And this is one of the first, you know, big celebrations. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but whatever. No, it's good. No. I mean, we've we've talked about it before, the, everything being very the darkening of and comics down, and, and, and the, every yeah. superhero's on the cover crying, and 
holding a dead person. No, it's nice to, to get the other side. Welcome of to my Monday. <laughs> be, uh, tears of joy, and they'll just be holding like someone who's fainted from happiness. Yeah. I expect to walk down the streets of Chicago watching people in one hand holding the wedding planner book, and in the other hand grasping the person walking next to their hand. Just, just holding that. Smiling. Oh, it just, it just life <laughs> is good. Well, guys, thank you very much you so uh, for much. coming and joining us for a little bit, and I hope uh, I hope great success for the book. And yeah. I just got here. You just got here? Yeah, but I saw Jan, and all is good. Aww, yeah, Aww. I'm pretty tired. I'm still really tired from San Diego. Um, I have most of my voice back, and uh, I'm just—it's you just run on adrenaline. Oh yeah, and, uh, I'd, I'd imagine. And yeah, and crack. <laughs> An anger. I wasn't going to say. I love the crack. <laughs> All right, I think we have a scoop on that. Yeah. Fantastic. I don't think that's a secret. No, oh, no, it's this pretty <laughs> round comic exclusive. Do you think I'm this skinny from eating salad? Oh, snap. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Thank uh, we so really much. appreciate hey, you coming over. Yeah, and thanks for hanging out. Have Thank a great you. show. Awesome. All righty. This is wait, first. We're here with Shane White. <laughs> we're, we're here with Shane White now, artist on uh, Overman, the new book that's coming out, we think he's and fucking the prettiest man yeah. in comics, and, as we've said and multiple it has times. Caused problems it, at, the at home. Right. It seems <laughs> to have what started something. Well, yeah. Uh, my wife overheard you guys talking uh, about me, and and she wanted me to rewind the episode. I'm like, ah, it's nothing. It's no big deal. <laughs> she's like, no, no, I want to hear this. I'm like, uh, crap, because this is like the third or fourth time you guys have been digging me. Like, uh, I don't know. It's because we got nothing, man. It's kind of telling the truth. You know, they got some kind of man crush going on. I've only met them once, and she's like, well, let's hear it. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, here it goes. So I rewind it, and then sure enough, you guys are. Man crushing all. Man over. crushing oh, on you. Yeah. Was just, what did she so what did she think? This? She didn't. She didn't like she that. Out of the room, she was jealous about it. Out of the room and uh, really hadn't said much about it afterwards. <laughs> what other <laughs> secrets are you keeping from me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll have to put a, a moratorium on yeah, on yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it was all done in, in yeah. love, man. A little embarrassing. Right? You know, all right. Actually. Because now, well, like, now you have something to live up to. He's not that pretty. You know, I got guys flexing at me. What abs? Where are your abs? <laughs> Back home. No, man, it's it's okay. It's okay. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about the book that's coming out, Overman. Before that, we have oh. to remember to take down Shane's picture from Am I Hot or Not? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> man, you know, I was gonna. I was gonna scar myself, just you know, just, <laughs> just to ugly yourself up a little yeah, bit, just like, oh, dirty wow, up. Maybe, maybe we were wrong about that guy. <laughs> so what's up with uh, Overman? Well, it's it's called The Overman. The Overman. It's a uh, it's a sci-fi noir that's coming out in December, and we've been working on it. I've been working on it for the past two years, so I'm doing like all the uh, penciling, lettering, inking, coloring. And we've actually been working on it since college, so it's about 20 years in the making. Wow. But, uh, yeah. So, so it's been a fast, like an overnight thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? And it's if, it, to do. if it fails, it will look really pathetic. Um, <laughs> so uh, who knows? You know? so it's like a miniseries or it's a... Yeah, it's five issues. Five issues. Uh, each is 32 pages, no ads. And it was adapted from a novel that uh, Scott Reed, the writer, um, had written back in 2002. And so it was really dense. So you know, translating it into a comic book form was really tough. Um, but we had always, we had drawn it like two or three times uh, over the course of 20, 20 years. And it's just like each time we did it, it was just like, God, we suck, you know. And each time, you know, we got a little bit better, but. Um, wow. We got to that point where it's just like, you know, let's do it, you know, do or die. And I think I got to the point where people were liking my work and right. wanting to, you know, See publish more. my stuff. So. Are you self-publishing it? or? Uh, no, Image is actually, image? Oh, okay. yeah. Um, they were kind enough to look at it and say, yeah, let's do it. And this is out here? I mean, you don't have anything, do you have something here at the we, show? We have a 16-page preview okay. that's not available online. And um, Is it uh, awesome? Um, yes. By your standards? Yeah, I think they are. It's sweet awesome and awesome. Shit. Handsome I love awesome shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's actually... Um, I think it's, it's one of the, the better works that have, have actually 
had a chance to collaborate with on somebody. What's the story, like, sort of the well, synopsis of... It's, it's actually, it's about a, a hired killer who has to stop an apocalyptic union of mankind and machine. And what starts out as a simple detective noir ends up becoming this roller coaster ride to hell. I mean, it's just... Um, he finds out information about the second coming of... Uh, it's not really the second coming. It's like the next evolution of mankind. And he's got to try to stop it. But he's a loyal uh, company man. And the company he works for is this all-powerful company that builds uh, uh, biomech armor. It's, right. It's like organic technology. And so he's got to try to stop this. And... All these characters, very eclectic characters, come into play into trying to um, circumnavigate the whole experience. I mean, he ends up delving into some really psychological stuff and realizes what he has to do, but there's just no way he can do it. All the events are unfolding, and it's going so fast, um, all he can do is hang on. So uh, the whole promotional uh, thing that we're trying to do is, you know, a hired killer tries to stop an apocalyptic union between man and machine, and he fails. So you know the outcome is he fails, already but how he Spoilers! Fails. So it's like a uh, romantic comedy. Actually, it's like Notting Hill. Always have that. Great. Robots and shit. It sounds really cool, actually. One of my favorite genres is post apocalyptic anything. I like all that stuff. I'm fascinated with the end of the world. Yeah, People are fascinated with the end of the world. Yeah, and I mean, the approach I took with it was uh, to. um, I did a lot of concept design for it, so it was just like. You know, two or three weeks, well, more than two or three, about two or three months of um, studying, like, Raymond Lowy and Hugh Ferris and a lot of the uh, Art Deco time period and mm-hmm. trying to design cars that might have been Art Deco-ish and guns that are made of, like, Bakelite that shoot static, you know? And, right. Uh, a lot of the cityscapes are very uh, Deco-ish, you know? And, Sweet. You know, just trying to push all those elements to make it, like, a really rich and uh, new experience. Awesome. If it, uh, if it works out well for everyone, is there more story to tell or is this sort of a this is going to is it all within this well it's this story is self-contained I yeah. mean it is the five issues yeah. and it could continue um, the writer Scott is working on the next uh, novel it's called The Zenith Warning and he's shown me like six pages and it's really really cool and yeah. I don't know if I'm going to work on it it's just you know it's, it's like a skeleton that's been in our closet for so long it's like let's get it out there yeah. and move you, on you want to stop thinking about it and yeah. do something else Stop yeah. drawing it over and over and over. <laughs> totally, and over. I mean, that's it's really been a bane to our existence. I mean, the next book I'm going to do is uh, is a graphic novel, but it's going to be in a whole different style. I mean, you know, I'm going to start. Uh, it's more cartoony. It's kind of like what you were doing, Scotty, cool. on the you know, more brushy stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, the stuff I've more shape based stuff. Yeah, 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 just energetic awesomeness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what it, and I just writing on your coattails. And what's the, is it got a title or a story? Or you? Yeah, it's uh, actually, uh, NBM Publishing is, uh, was interested in checking it out. Um, it's called Things Undone. And it's sort of, uh, you know, like North Country, the yeah. first one? It's, it's kind of like taking parts of my life and intermixing it with fantasy. And it's it's like an indie zombie book in a way. Okay. Because it uses a, some of those zombie elements. Are you a zombie? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Oh, actually, okay. 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 Uh, okay. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, when is uh, but in the book the character, the main character, ends up becoming zombified over a period of time. Cool. When uh, when's Overman going to be available? Uh, the first issue is coming out December. I think uh, it's going to be in, a, in previews next month. Okay. So and where can uh, people go to see more about it? Oh, they can go to theovermancomic.com. Uh, they can go to the Overman Comic at MySpace. They can go to Shane White Comic Space. They can go to... What's your address? Like my home. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come to my can home. they just call you? You almost started to say it. Oh, oh. oh. three, two. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Here's a letter about how much I'm looking forward to. <laughs> uh, well, Shane, thank you so much yeah. for uh, for stopping in with us. And I'm sure we'll talk to you some more. And, you know, we're big fans of your stuff. So all right. we're all looking forward to it. And uh, and have a great show, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank right, you, guys. That was nice meeting you. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Yes. <laughs> All right, now we're uh, we're joined by two writers from Batman Strikes. Uh, two people that came over because they want to work with me. 
Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. They're like, we heard that Scotty Young was over oh, there. Oh, good lord! It's. Look, they don't it? get it. They're like. Who's Scotty Young? Who no, I know. I know who you are. Oh, he knows We're just everyone's equally tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, very, very, very tired. It's, it's Russell Lissau. Lissau and Joshua Elders. Yes, sir. It is Joshua, not Josh. Well, it was Joshua, but then someone got the Joshua Elder domain name for me five minutes before I registered it. <laughs> wow, so, really? so now I am Josh Elder forever, thanks to the internet. <laughs> Damn, Jesus. Damn that internet. <laughs> and it, it was a guy like doing some charity bike ride across the country for leukemia or oh, something. Screw him. So yeah, I, I, I hate the guy, but I can't like actually, you know, go and Walton kick his ass or anything because it's like, you know, it's for the kids with leukemia. Sticking his exactly. he's gone through Montana. Oh, uh, charity boy. And uh, you guys are both working on Batman Strikes right now? Right. Uh, tell yes, us a little sir. bit about what's going on with that and and what you're you're both writing it or we're both, we're both two of the writers. There's a stable of writers on the Batman uh-huh. Strikes. Okay. Uh, they they rotate pretty much month to month, and I've got uh, two under my belt. Uh, issues number thirty, which came out in February, and issue thirty-five, which came out in July, and four more coming up: October, January, and then a bunch that haven't been scheduled and in two thousand eight. The Batman Strikes is a book that's uh, loosely, or at least in the style, based on the Batman animated Correct. animated yeah. series that's on TV. Uh, and Jeff Matsuda was doing covers for you for a while. Right. And, and uh, Dave McKay has been doing some covers. I think Dave Sanford. Sanford Green is now exclusively the cover artist, right. from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jones, who's the regular penciler on the book, has done, I think, one cover. Right. Uh, but Sanford's the guy now, and it's fantastic. Right. Yeah, he's good. Uh, because he's, a, he's an amazing artist. And this is one of like so the all-ages DC books. That, right. That, that, it's, in, in my opinion, anyway, it's the flagship title of the Johnny DC line. Okay. Oh, uh, well, I mean, when Teen Titans was sort of at its peak, then, yeah, but it's kind of eclipsed it now that the show's right. off the air. Um, and uh, especially since the show itself, I think, is coming to its own in the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a much better show, and because we have access to, like, Batgirl and Robin now, um, and a much larger stable of characters, the, right. the comics themselves have been getting progressively better as well. Cool. Absolutely. Um, so what do you guys have planned for, uh, for the Batman in, in, in the upcoming issues? Well, my issue just came out on Wednesday, my first one. Uh, it stars Gearhead, who's a villain who can take over vehicles and uh, has these nanite powers. And he's really kind of way out of the scale of Batman, to be honest. When I saw the show, I was like, this guy's you know, ridiculously powerful. And in the show, he's... he's rigging charity races and stuff like that. I mean, this guy this guy's like absurdly, um, absurdly powerful. And he was used in such a kind of ludicrous way. And his right. name was Deerhead? No, Gearhead. Deerhead. Oh, Deerhead. God, that was totally That would have been much worse. <laughs> Tom's um, like, that's a strange name. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I wanted to kind of do a pseudo-origin story for him that explained why this, this kind of, you know, idiot... <laughs> this this huge like you I know, like this guy this, this uh, all this incredible technology and basically he's just was some race car guy that someone jacked up to make, <laughs> cause trouble and he doesn't know who did it or why um, and he doesn't really care he's just this right. uh, kind of anarchist uh, and mostly it was a also an attempt I wanted to do a, a bit where Batgirl wants to drive the Batmobile since she's 16 and Batman's like you know you're not driving this car right and uh, Batgirl's like, I bet you let Robin drive it when he turns 16. He's like, believe me, Robin's definitely not driving this car. And to write that bit in... When you're writing it, do you do the voices like that? When, when I read, yes. I honestly, I'm like... Can I drive the car? No, no you're not driving it. Can I drive the car, Batman? You don't know. That's not happening. No, that's not happening. This is the And then you throw in little, little extras like, slut. And, just a little, and they go, oh, I can't write that. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're, there's, uh, they get a little colorful, a little blue sometimes, and then I edit that then out. Yeah, this is a personal How are you guys kind of given free reign to go away from? I mean, you guys aren't mimicking episodes or anything. You have you have the uh, you guys have the ability to branch away from what's happening in the cartoon, absolutely, and do yeah. your own thing and add your own stuff to the yeah. world. Yeah, I mean, we can't directly contradict anything right. that's on the show, but like an ep- an issue that I'm pitching this weekend actually um, involves the idea of a character I'm creating called the Middleman, and he's the supplier for all of the Gotham supervillains. You know, where does Bane get his venom? Where does the Joker get like 50 
um, psycho <laughs> clown balloon, costumes, yeah. <laughs> right. or yeah, balloons filled with uh, cyanide. Yeah. Well, the middleman supplies all that, and he takes a taste from everything. So he's literally got like every bat villain's powers. And in the story, now that they're introducing Superman onto the show, they move. He's moving his operation to Metropolis, and Batman trails him there. And he and Superman are oil and water as always. Mm-hmm. Um, and because this guy's jacked up with every Bat villain's power, he's actually a physical match for Superman, and he's way out of Batman's league. And so they end up having you know team up to be able. You to seem to like guy. humiliating Batman. Well, <laughs> you know, many many of my you know I think Batman's. Uh, especially in a series like this, you know, he's the ultimate straight man. Right. And you've always got to put him the straight man in situations where he gets pissed off because, you know, everything is ludicrous around him. Um, but he's got to play it straight because he's a straight man, and eventually, of course, he's Batman. Right. And he takes the bad guy out um, and saves the day. But you've got to kind of... You know, I like to I like to kind of you know stick it in this craw a little bit in my stories. <laughs> it, it's funny that you say that though, because I because the Batman in the Batman Strikes is younger. Mm-hmm. He's, he's only in his first few years of uh, being a superhero, uh, which which would place him somewhere in his early to mid twenties. I've given him, or at least I've tried to give him, a little bit of sense of humor that some of the older Bat books had that he's that he's lost in the post right. Frank Miller era. And although, for the most part, he's, he is the straight man, especially when compared to Robin or Batgirl, right. which are nothing but, but comedy, I've been able to throw in a couple one-liners and a couple sly little jokes that you wouldn't be able to get away with in the DCU because he's just not that guy. How yeah. do you guys yeah. like um, getting it now, for people who don't know the Batman new series, uh, almost the whole line of the cast at the Rogues Gallery has been overhauled in a, I mean, I think in a cool way for kids... Um, it doesn't fall directly in line with what you know we as older comic book fans know, but there's still the roots are still there. Yeah. But characters like Bane, it's you know a little bit different with the same core there. Or the Joker is is completely insane, running around in a straight jacket that hangs off his. How, and, and he's got like the Rasta hair now. Yeah. yeah. How is, yeah that was a <laughs> radical change. How is I mean, are you guys having? Is, is it fun to be able to know like okay, the Bat Universe still has its Rogues Gallery, but we get to play around with a completely off the wall, amped up version of it. I mean, you guys yeah. enjoy that, or very much? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm totally in agreement. I mean, it, it, there's been so many stories done with, you know, the the classic takes on the on the characters that have been around so long. Mm-hmm. Right. To get out of that a little bit, it it's always it's it's fun and it's a little fresh, and you get to do something. A Joker story that wouldn't really work otherwise. Like, tell me about your Joker, Joker story. The, the Joker story that I just did, uh, number 35, that came out in July, I co-wrote with Chris Jones, who's the penciler. And it was actually a story that had its origins here at Wizard World. Uh, I had met Chris last year, and we talked about the stories that we wanted to work on together. And I said I wanted to do a Joker story, but I hadn't gotten my mind wrapped around the new version of the Joker yet. Chris says, well, I always wanted to do a story told by, narrated by, someone who's been Jokerized. And you couldn't do that in the DCU because the Joker's poison is fatal. Joker kills people. Batman strikes and nobody dies. It's a kid's book. So the toxin isn't fatal. Suddenly you can have somebody narrating first person from <laughs> a Joker story. And what it's like to have the rictus smile to be frozen in place. And that led us in a direction that we never would have been able, able to do, to do yeah. in the DCU, and it was the first time in the 60-plus year history of the character that somebody narrated a story who had been Jokerized. And uh, you guys said there's like a, a stable of writers who sort of rotate working on the book. Is there yeah. a challenge to that? Is there like a, cons- an, a consistency problem, or do you guys Not yet. feel that... Well, well, I mean... You know, it, there's a problem with them all trying to keep up with me. And, you know, <laughs> oh, 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 I, I like this man. Yeah, I, you know, I believe what he meant was a challenge trying to keep up with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can follow up my one-liner with you know an, an attempt to work. You know, is it? It's been done. Well, you mentioned like being able to put in. I didn't know, you know there was putting in like a sly joke. Is there sometimes an issue of like different people obviously have different writing styles? Does it ever get a little too far away from each other from issue to issue? 
think that's Nachi's job to kind of, our yeah. editor, Nachi Castro, yeah. that's his job to really corral everything. Yeah, and I mean, he does a pretty good job of it. There, there were definitely places where it's like you've got to move it kind of in this direction. And that's cool. I understand how it is. And uh, if anything, I think having a stable of writers, we act, I mean, we have to compete for every slot. Yeah. I mean, we have to sure. make the best pitches we can. And they're all one-and-done stories. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So and, yeah. and so, you know, we've got to make the best high-concept pitch we can because the other guy next to us is doing the same thing. And so it actually helps us raise our game. And I'm, I'm glad that it yeah, has the ab- rotating absolutely. thing. And what a lot of people don't sometimes realize, I think, that you guys are in a good position because... Uh, with the DC Johnny DC books and the Marvel Adventure lines, yeah. these books see a lot, get into a lot more fans' hands books than any number one mainstream yeah. uh, book, simply because they are made to go to every outlet for yeah. books. So they're in Walmart, are, yeah, they're in Target, they're exactly. in every library, Yeah, so I think you guys, uh, you guys are very lucky to be able to have a good time with being able to go. I get 22 pages, 32 pages, or how many pages do you have? A fantastic story right here without having yeah. to decompress it. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's a, a, a lot of fun for you guys. We also fly under the radar a little bit, which is both yeah. good and bad. We, we don't have tremendous sales. We, you know, none of these books are ever going to hit 100,000 sales. So they're not getting the attention that the regular bad books are going to get or Justice League or whatever. But we can sneak some more stuff in. We can try different techniques that I, that I, that I think might not necessarily fly in the DCU. Right. We also don't have to tie into Crisis, Countdown, You're not, all of yeah. that. Well, We're yeah. free of that. I think uh, I picked up the Legion of Superheroes book, actually, because I was curious, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I mean, this probably applies to all the Johnny DC books. I think it's they're great because they're sort of very pure distillations of what makes Batman a cool character without yeah. necessarily having to get you wrap your mind around whatever crisis is going on. You <laughs> yeah. just can write, read a Batman book about why Batman's a cool character yeah. without what? messing around with the rest of the stuff. But. I mean, for I, I completely agree, and I mean that's one of the things that I loved most about like the Marvel Adventures line and, and all the DC animated books they've done over the years is that to me the characters work best in two ways. One is in that which is the you know the core idea of the character, and it's just a straight adventure book and it's fun. And or you take something that's truly adult with superheroes like a Watchmen, a Kingdom Come, a Dark Knight, and it's the middle ground that we kind of occupy now for the most part. Um, that I don't really care. I, I you know I don't really care for anymore. Right. Uh, the the continuity stuff, aside from you know just if it's just a really excellent story, as a rule, I just don't care for the tone of it. I don't care for the 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 overall the overall of it. It just it's, it's trying to play in between those levels and it you know is the master of, of, of neither. Right. Anything else uh, you guys have coming out besides this? Or is there anything else you're working on? Anything? Yeah, if you don't mind I'll, I'll, yeah, go, I'll first. go first. Um, I've got a book uh, that's out of, Wizard, out of my Wizard World table which is 4904B okay. uh, in Artist Alley uh, called Hope New Orleans uh, and it's the special Wizard World edition of that book. Ronan Studios put it together yeah, last yeah. year. Okay. It's a fundraiser for the Red Cross for the South southeastern Louisiana chapter of the Red Cross and it's Hurricane Katrina relief effort. David Mack did some fantastic covers. Uh, Michael Lark is one of the artists that did a pin-up inside and then money's going to help the Red Cross and the Katrina relief which is still desperately, desperately needed. Uh, aside from that, I'm working strikes and I've just completed a graphic novel that I hope by the end of the show to yeah, have, it, have an artist <laughs> have on and to, uh, to have a contract signed. Well, follow that up, buddy, with all the charity and whatnot. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, still, he's the I one who stole your name. I, I, work, yeah. I work for God, pal. We've, oh, already, yeah. we've already talked about what I think about these charity types. So, you know. Goddamn um, name stealers. <laughs> and we should mention, because we, we had met uh, Joshua last year uh, at Wizard World. You, you had uh, just put out uh, Mail Order Ninja. That's right. Which, uh, we did talk about that book. We just never had a chance to get you on the show, but we did talk yeah. about the book uh, a bit uh, after that. So you had done that for Tokyo Pop before, and, and yeah. But what, what do you have coming up? Well, Mail Order Ninja actually, there's a lot that's happening with Mail Order Ninja. It's uh, the second book came out in December, <laughs> and uh, uh, we're uh, working on the third one right now. We got picked up for newspaper syndication, carried oh. in about 45 papers through the LA Times, the Boston Globe. Wow. Um, about a million people were reading the. That's what comic artists week. really wanted to do back yeah. in the day. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, now it's being turned into a stage play here in Chicago at the Chicago Children's Theater. Are you from uh, Chicago? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where do you live at? Uh, I, right now I live on around like uh, Lakeshore Division. Don't get too detailed. Don't get too detailed. I actually, you well, know... I didn't know he was yeah. local. Did you guys know he was local? We both are. I, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So are we. Uh, for some reason yeah. I thought you... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so are we. We could do this whenever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, show's over. That's <laughs> <laughs> enough for you two. Um, get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be... Uh, I just turned in the uh, my revision on the uh, the stage play outline today before I came to the show. It's probably going to go up at the Steppenwolf or the Goodman. Um, it's going to be a pretty big deal. Wow, that's some wow. Wow. Yeah, no yeah, I mean, wow. kind of nice. Wow. That's some classy I, shit. Newspaper, um, Steppenwolf yeah, Theater. And, and, uh, good shit. God. <laughs> I'm hoping Malkovich plays the ninja. That's, <laughs> that, might, uh, that would be beautiful. Um, I think it's a good role for him. He can stretch. Maybe, you know, he'd like it. He does a lot of children's theater it, work, doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really his bread and butter, honestly. Um, and I was just in San Diego. And uh, I was talking to the CEO. You optioned your life story to uh, yes. Miramax, didn't you? No. <laughs> um, but a number of producers have approached Tokyo Pop about making Mail Order Ninja. And the big heat on it is that Jackie Chan has read the book. And Jackie oh. Chan is interested in being the Mail Order Ninja. Wow. Um, so that's generating a huge amount of interest, um, which is great. You know, and we're going forward with the series. We've got an open-ended commitment now from Tokyo Pop. We're going to take a quarterly next year. We're going to have at least six volumes, probably more like 12 to 18. So awesome. Wow. I'm plenty busy with Mail Order Ninja. Congratulations. Um, I'm very happy to be so. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for Thanks. stopping by with Thanks us. Thanks for having us. And, uh, and good luck with everything. Have a great thank show, too. And now we're joined by a special guest. <laughs> it's Chris. Just just arriving. Just to arriving the to the con. He had yeah. to run away for a little while today. And yeah, had a little, little family emergency. A little emergency. You know? So it was good in the middle of a, a con. At least I was, you know, in you're, Chicago. You're back, though. You're, yes. You're back. And, yeah, I feel like I've missed everything. I, I missed you guys talking to Didio while Jenkins was kicking my ass. Every time cool. you leave, man, it's like something exciting happens. Da. I well, don't know. Yeah, speaking of the book, you see who's playing down there now? No. Who? It's the uh, the first Thunderdome. It's uh, Joe Q and oh, Jenkins. Oh, good lord! And they have quite the uh, quite the crowd. crowd. Said, I've heard that Jenkins is actually playing blindfolded and behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he did lose today. Uh, he yeah, did, I, I was actually... I um, He scratched and lost uh, on one game at least. Did uh, he? Yeah. Well, I saw him lose. I worked, uh, I worked the, first, uh, the first shift at the Hero booth and um, saw him lose one. And the guy that, uh, the guy that won uh, picked up an awesome uh, Batgirl page oh. of, of original oh, art. that's so, cool. Yeah, they've got some great, great prizes down there. So. Tom's back now. Hey, Tom. Tom has... Uh, uh, you I guys went to the I, bathroom is where I am. <laughs> I'm just catching up here. Uh, you so were so pe- quiet the whole episode. I know, I know. I'm so restrained. Yeah. Uh, so, pe- so people have been shoving you for free books? Yeah, I gave away all my free books. So if you shove me, you might just get a handshake. Well, or hey, I'll you- go buy you a quarter book on Sunday <laughs> when everything's cheap. Well, one of the, How much one- cheaper are you going to get? I can't get cheaper than that. Well, we've got uh, uh, one of the great things about uh, kind of you never know who's gonna gonna Pop drop in. by. We have the one of the newest um, uh, moguls from Hollywood. Hollywood mogul. Yes, the uh, you bought uh, DreamWorks, right? That's correct. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, we're, we're we're joined by uh, Cullen Bunn. He is of course the author of one of our favorite series from uh, from last year, The Damned. And uh, big news, it's uh, is it, it's DreamWorks, correct? Yeah, DreamWorks has uh, optioned it. Uh, they they announced it uh, I guess a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the first day I was in, uh, the first time I'd been to the San Diego convention, and the first day they it came out in Variety that DreamWorks had optioned it. Now, did you know it was in the works at all? Uh, it was a possibility, or was it out of the blue? I, I knew it was in the works, um, but they pretty much said. You know, it, it, nothing's for sure until, until it's, until it's yeah. announced. So. Well, congratulations on that. I, I'm Thank sure that's got to be thrilling for you to... to yeah, it's, it's kind of surreal. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it still doesn't really feel <laughs> feel like it's, it, that really happened, but it did. I check every day. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a, this isn't one of those joke papers you can right. print it up. It's not the onion. I was like, curse you hurt for printing up an issue of Variety. <laughs> uh, it, was, uh, it was great news for us to hear. We've been... A big supporter and fan of the book since it came out, and uh, Chris said that it was all it was all because of the quote that he. I uh, think it was. The I the quote, well, you know, quote that got all the attention. Uh, earlier, Brian and I were talking. I said, "I've got to go over and thank those guys because I, 
I can't even tell you how many people have come by the booth today and we say, well, how, where'd you hear about the book? And it's from you guys. Not so. Kurt Busick, who you replaced my folk folk. <laughs> I demanded on the that trade. that happen. <laughs> That's Brian Hurt told me it was your idea. What? <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on? You guys, um, hopefully more The Damned coming up? I, I have a... I've finished the scripts to the next uh, series for The Dam. We're going to do a two, three-issue miniseries that are sort of tied, tied very closely together, but both will stand on their own. And uh, the first one should come out, we're hoping, by the, the beginning of next year. Awesome. So it's uh, it's so called Prodigal Sons. So. Okay, and it's uh, all returning characters, hopefully, and probably introductions of new ones, I would it's, uh, it's, it's all returning characters. Uh, not all of the characters from the first series will be there, but you know, of course, Eddie's Eddie plays a key role in it, and uh, we're introducing a couple of, of new characters that I'm pretty excited about, and uh, and we're gonna, you know, it, it, it explores a little bit more of the the story of, of what's going on with Eddie and and where he goes when he dies and, and things like that. So. Going back to the film a little bit, what uh, you, you know, obviously, I mean, it's an option at this point. You're, you know, there's no guarantee that it'll be a movie or anything, but if it were to be, uh, any ideas on who you would like to play Eddie? Well, you know... Kate we, Beckinsdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can just play anything. <laughs> she can be any part. Any role. <laughs> um, we get in arguments about this all the time. Um, and... Uh, yeah, a lot of and a lot of people have been emailing me saying, you know, this is who I think should be an Eddie. Right. And you know, the one that comes up a lot, Ed Norton, comes up a lot from people. I've sure, got, yeah, awesome. yeah, I've gotten he a ton. Awesome. Well, he but he pr- pretty much be awesome in just about. Any, yeah, he's too. a great. He'd great. be awesome um, playing Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, copyright that quick. <laughs> um, and and now that people have said that, that's one that just jumps in my mind that that he would be a great you know great in the role. Obviously, I'd like a, a big name actor in the oh, role. Sure. I always think be, Adrian Brody. A lot of people, we get a lot of Adrian Brody. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think on your forums, I think I saw someone post that. You know, Adrian, Adrian Brody was my big name that I sometimes post <laughs> on our forum under. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one. I, I can't. I'll I just want to throw out that I can play a fantastic uh, demon gangster. <laughs> He's gonna lose some weight. I drop, yeah, I drop a few pounds, get in shape, and uh, yeah. yeah, I'm all ready for it. it. Uh, I, yeah, I can be very intimidating. He obviously gets to call who gets to. <laughs> I'd, I'd, love to I'd love to get a cameo and just shoot a gun and just say yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? I saw a Cullen Bunn cameo. You did? Yes, uh, in issues uh, 31 and 32 of <laughs> Queen and Country. Uh, I, I saw a very familiar looking guy in yeah. there. Yeah, Chris uh, wrote me or uh, drew me into that issue in the role of John Loring, I guess, is the character. Yeah. Um, what you haven't seen, though, and Chris Somney has it over at his, where he, over at his booth here, uh, the pages for the next one that haven't, hasn't come out. Uh, I took post-its and rewrote the script, making that character the the hero. The lead. So, damn, Brian Hurt still on still on the damn yes. with you? Absolutely, still on the uh, Any other side projects beyond that that, you know, that you're working on? I know you had a couple things that you had in mind. Yeah, I've got a couple that uh, I'm working on. Just nothing. We haven't we haven't gotten them to the point to actually take them to the publishers yet. So. Um, hopefully, you know, my goal is I'd love to have some some additional stuff out by the end of the year, by, or the end this time next year. I'd love to have some additional material out. Now I know Oni just has to be overjoyed with what's happening with Whiteout and now the Dam, and, and there's rumblings about and, other stuff. And going Courtney Crumran with Oni too. Just uh, DreamWorks just optioned that as well. Maintenance so. too, I think. Yeah, and yeah, maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I mean, this has been a great past year for Oni. Yeah, it was it was really strange just seeing all the the people from Hollywood there at the Oni booth they just kept I mean they were constantly meeting with people and talking about you know new you know different properties um, so yeah I think they're really excited about it I'm excited about seeing you know seeing all that activity around that publisher sure that is awesome alright well Colin always always a pleasure talking with you well, and whenever the the relaunch of the of the series starts in January you say yeah we're, we're thinking it'll probably be January we'll so. love to talk with you again then absolutely anytime guys all right I really brother. appreciate Thanks. it oh gosh right. anytime man take care guys all right, bye-bye. All right. congrats all right so well, there goes medium Hollywood mogul the next <laughs> superstar Super. Don't have too much fun swimming in that big bathtub of money. <laughs> good for him. That's it's a. I really. The damn was a heck of a good book. Good book. I mean, it just the art was fantastic. Kind of the story was something interesting. And I think we talked about it before. It was like 
it was one of those concepts like, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't? Why has nobody ever done that yeah. before? Why didn't just, we think of that? Yeah, goddamn it, now especially. You know, <laughs> exactly. Oh, actually, I mentioned that to uh, Brian Hurt today. I went over and, and talked with him for a couple minutes, and and I said, you know, that the book is really strong enough to stand on the concept initially. He said, yeah, it was, but it was really Cullen. But they didn't. They that, didn't. They no. didn't lean on that at all. They did a great job of. of Creating a, a really good story behind the, the damn, concept. Yeah. Damn good book. I think it I is. described it as a uh, feels like a, the, a great the quote. Uh, yeah. the, the quote. It feels like a, a great James Cagney movie with demons. All right. Well, we already got it into a film, so we've yeah. done enough for that. Now we're on. No, Screw no, him. On to the, no, the next star we're gonna make. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> you, Who wants you, to be a star? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's uh, it's wrapping up here on on Friday night. The con closes at six tonight. Let's it's wrap it up and go drink. Yeah, I could do something to eat. I need some. Yeah, we do have to check in. Um, but so far, what do you guys? I mean, how are you guys feeling so far about the con as far as Sorry. overall? It's uh, it's so. been good. It's been uh, a little. I mean, there's been some stuff um, that hasn't been. I haven't seen like a huge amount of excitement out of stuff yet. But uh, but overall, it's been pretty good. Yeah, so nice. We got another guest. Sal's just vamping. Sal, yeah, I'm just. Me, me and him are looking at each other, and Sal's just like, and I noticed today is, <laughs> is much slower and occasional. And now I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we get distracted so quickly, everyone. Yes, confused. we do. All right, we found uh, another one of the the stars roaming the uh, the con floor. That's generous. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Just, just in from uh, from New York. Yep. New just York. Off the plane. Just stepped off the boat. Fantastic. This is uh, Ron from iFanboy. Yes, you indeed. Doing, I'm very good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm glad to be here finally after several years of, of avoiding the Wizard of, Convention. Of threats. Avoiding? Yeah. Um, I, actually, I was on my way to San Diego, but the flight got delayed, so I figured oh. I'd just stop in Chicago. Oh, it's a flyover. It's a flyover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I figured it would, you know, like... Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <dun. laughs> and we were going to have so much fun with you tonight. That I used to like these iFanboy guys. No, no, guys. the Chicago Convention seems pretty cool. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a, tomorrow. I think you'll get the full effect. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Thursday's fun. Friday's kind of a ramp up day. Saturday, like most most every convention, Saturday's the, the, it's the heavy day. day. Yeah. The hotness. Saturday's the, the, the hotness. Saturday, like, uh, rubbing elbows, a lot of lot of the, the fanboy funk going on. And did I tell you guys that Connor emailed me uh, when we when we put up the video feed thing? Uh, he, he sent me an email. I was like, "Nice way to cheap out on a video podcast." You <laughs> <laughs> love the fact that it's a stationary camera pointed at four guys sitting at a table, and just and like live on a Friday night. It's eleven o'clock. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna watch it. Hey, we're like, right. idiots. We're all like yeah. looking at the cat leg. We're gonna do waving. Sal claps for the first time ever. We're doing a show. And does like, like a physical movie. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, did you? Do you know how many people were listening at any time or watching? Well, we have, and we had, yeah, like 50. No, there wasn't even that oh, many. It was like, 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 actually in the chat. You killed the server. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we got to keep up with you. We got to get video out there in some way. You know, yeah. we're just going to do it the cheap we way. We do not. Video's look good. a dead technology, guys. <laughs> no, no. I you don't need to look good on video. I prove I prove that every week. Editing, filters, put some Vaseline. It's amazing. What they, you know, what they can do with cameras these days. It's <laughs> so what are you going to do this weekend? What's, what's, what's well, the Well, we're, we're absorbing the convention. We're going to get some interviews with some creators, hopefully. Um, if we're if we're lucky, we're playing the luck card. I haven't scheduled anything. We're That's just kind of, you know, yeah, exactly. So um, I That might be a tough thing to do because yesterday we didn't have our banner up and people were asking us who we were and we said, oh, we're, we're iFanboy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but we are the bad boys of podcasts. Yeah. So that's, that's who we, you know. Funny so guys. Somebody described us that on one of the message boards somewhere. And I, I saw, yeah, yeah. I saw a baby really? with an iFanboy tattoo. No, you know, just going to get the feel for the convention. And uh, every convention is different. Everyone has a different uh, identity or flavor. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what this one's like. So. Okay, well, we're going to uh, get the, uh, the flavor of some beer here in about 25 that's minutes. That's the plan, exactly. All right. So, All right. Well, check, check. <laughs> that's I for the video. Claps out. Claps out. Claps out. Claps out. Claps out. All right, I shouldn't be put in front of a camera. Barely in front of a microphone, let alone a camera, okay? All right, I think that's going to wrap us up for Friday. I think so. I'm already exhausted. I know. It's And we're all two-thirds of the way. Falling apart. Maybe halfway. The wheels have come off the wagon. <laughs> the, 
the, well, it's, uh, the ketchup is off the hot dog. I don't, don't know. Put ketchup on a hot the dog. The mustard is off the hot dog. This is Chicago. The the onions are off the. I put vodka on mine. Oh yeah. I guess I should sit down. Uh, are we done? Yeah, yeah we're just gonna wrap, we're gonna wrap up. That'll here. wrap up our our Friday coverage. Uh, Friday con for, uh, coverage. Man in the uh, sure. The thanks to all our guests uh, and thanks to all you. Listeners yeah. that are listening. Thank you, everyone. And thank you in the future. Good night. We'll be back uh, again tomorrow, oh, uh, even tireder and, and yeah, uh, more cranky. Yeah. So thanks a lot, folks. All right. Have a good one. Bye bye. like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the contact us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same. Bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved.